welcome to the Chamber Voice of Business podcast presented by AT&T. I'm John Moran with the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber of Commerce. Today, we will be visiting with Mr. Paul Vitale, who is one of the most sought-out professional speakers and trainers in America. He recently presented to the Leadership Benton County graduation and conducted a session with the Rogers Lowell Area Chamber staff as well. He also took some time to come by Studio 77 here at the Chamber and visit with us about his role in our Chamber 3.0 efforts and also shared his thoughts on what motivates him personally. His client list includes ESPN, Walmart, the United States Postal Service, Southwest Airlines, the National Football League, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce, the Washington Redskins, and the Los Angeles Rams. That's just to name a few among many others. He was also selected by the readers of Arkansas Business as best motivational speaker and trainer. Okay, uh, we got a special guest here today. We have Mr. Paul Vitale, who is a native of Russellville, resident of Little Rock, and nationally recognized professional speaker. He's been in town in Rogers and Benton County for the last couple of days. Last night he presented to the Leadership Benton County graduation uh, and uh, visited with the Rogers Lowell Chamber of Staff this morning. And uh, we had a good visit, and I asked him to come onto the podcast and kind of talk about some of the things he went over this morning and uh, maybe a few other things uh, uh, that are interesting. Um, but uh, we're just going to open up and uh, say, Paul, uh, um, you know, give us a um, little bit about yourself, and, uh, and then we'll get into some discussions. You bet, John. Thank you so much for having me. It's a privilege. Yes, I uh, am a proud Arkansan. I've had the opportunity to uh, speak for the last couple decades professionally. So anytime I get into the Rogers Lowell uh, area, into Northwest Arkansas, I'm, I'm thrilled to be here. You've got such a beautiful uh, uh, part of the country as well as part of the state to, to promote and uh, what a community you have, but it's a pleasure to be back here. All right. Well, um, one of the things we were visiting about today um, in the Rogers Lowell Chamber of Commerce, we're going through a current uh, process of, uh, we call it Chamber 3.0, but it involves uh, uh, three pillars uh, that we have centered around that we're going to, uh, we do uh, three words or three pillars that we center our, our efforts around that we're working on, and that's cohesive, invigorate, and influence are the, are the three things that the staff has settled on here on uh, kind of, I guess, guide words or kind of principles that we want to uh, uh, use every day here. Um, you talked about the five strategies today that I thought was very interesting. How do you see that tying into what we, uh, what we uh, are trying to accomplish as a chamber? So the five strategies, they're supporting uh, facets that go along with the pillars that, just like you had pointed out, you and your colleagues had identified. Um, the first strategy that we really honed in on was committing to reach our full potential on a daily basis and being much more intentional in the ownership process that when, um, you know, as ambassadors, individuals are out promoting um, your community and this community that uh, we have to commit to that on a, on a consistent basis. Uh, and that tied in nicely with the four other strategies. The second one, structure the day to work in your favor. Um, you know, Structure and organization, it breeds confidence. And uh, the more organized I feel like uh, we are as human beings, the more confidence we have in being able to um, better serve uh, those who ask us to uh, 
to, to wave the flag on their behalf. So it was fun to uh, kick around these couple ideas with a group. That led us into the third concept, which uh, uh, the strategy that we stated and worked through you know, this morning was to be inviting and accessible to those knocking. So, John, you know, to your point, you're always looking at different angles when you're dealing with uh, advocating for causes and beliefs on behalf of the chamber. Uh, to do that, though, you have to be inviting and accessible to those who are bringing ideas and, and, and other strategies to you. And um, it was fun to get into that conversation. And then as we were concluding today, we uh, we ended with with two other um, I felt like solid strategies, one, encouraging steady streams of dialogue. Um, I think when you think about Chamber 3.0, um, being able to listen and listen well, but also speak and speak with conviction, that was a, a great point that then led us to that last strategy, strategy which um, we honed in on igniting the eager, eagerness in others. And when you think about uniting the eagerness in others, I mean, we're all the spark plugs, uh, not only uh, chamber employees, but um, uh, community leaders were the spark plugs um, who have the privilege to go out and educate people on what this part of the state offers uh, to those who who otherwise uh, don't know about Northwest Arkansas and, and Arkansas as a whole. So great day, great working with your chamber staff. They were fantastic listeners, and I really appreciated their willingness to learn. You know, we were glad to have you here today. Like, uh, like you mentioned, you travel around uh, all over the country speaking as a professional speaker and uh, motivating. And um, one of the things I noticed on your website, and it's uh, paulvitali.com. That is correct. Um, one of the things that uh, the lessons that you uh, uh, bring to town sometimes is uh, one of my favorite uh, kind of uh, Mantras is keep it simple. Yes. And I'm a Chicago Cubs fan, and Joe Madden, their manager, is one of my, you know, he's almost like a Yogi Bear type philosopher, you know. One of his philosophies is, philosophies is do simple better. And I think that uh, pretty much boils it down. Um, you know, kind of walk us through, you know, your simple approach on that, because uh, I know that's one of them that you kind of uh, key on, and uh, I'd like to hear your thoughts on that. Sure, John. I think it's safe to say that our world seems more chaotic now than ever before. And, you know, I think we complicate things. So uh, if it's professionally or personally as individuals, I do believe we have the opportunity to control our outlook and process of how we work through things. And simplicity is part of that. Uh, you know, there's some days that I'm I'm close to the mark on that, but most days I fail miserably because I'll overthink situations and I worry just like the rest of everyone, just like everyone else. But, you know, to your to your question, John, you know, keeping it simple, I think um, through that we uh, are able to eliminate uh, worry and anxiety. We're able to be very intentional in our process and our thought process to, to figure out what really is important. And then when, um, you know, things happen throughout the day, uh, if it if it doesn't harm us uh, in a negative nature, whatever happens is is truly just an inconvenience. Um, you know, we all struggle through life. We've all had some great successes, and and if we live long enough, we're going to have some miserable failures. And you know, what I've learned in my lifetime is, um, you know, I do believe things happen for a reason, and you know, setbacks can set you up uh, for enormous growth if you find the lesson. Um, and that's the big if if you find the lesson and. You know, you have to be purposeful in that approach, and keeping it simple is just, um, 
you know, it, it, that that's a timeless uh, idea, you know, this this probably stems back to the beginning of time of of trying not to overthink think things, and it's easier said than done. But you know, we all got up today, and and we're all privileged to to um, you know make an impact if that's what we choose to do. And I understand circumstances um, are real. I know many people are struggling on a consistent basis, and and I have the utmost empathy and understanding of that, only because. Um, again, we all are going to have to go through something, and it's either now or it's going to be later. But uh, keeping it simple, uh, if anything, it it's just an approach that helps us get through each day in uh, the best uh, manner possible. Okay. Keeping it simple is not always simple. No, and, sir, not a bit. And, uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, trying to think, keep things simple, you and I have a couple things in common, uh, aside from both being from Arkansas. You're 46. I'm 46. Uh, you have a seven-year-old daughter. I have a five-year-old son. Um, you know, a lot of our friends, I'm sure a lot of my friends and a lot of your friends had their kids early. And, some, you know, a lot of your friends or kids are probably graduating from high school right about now or getting up there, getting towards her. And mine's just graduating from preschool. You know, how do you, you know, I'm always, you know, older dad, older first-time dad. How do you approach uh, your, what's your philosophy as far as, uh um, you know, how do you deal with what a 40-year-old first-time dad deals with? Uh, That's a great question. You know, in my case, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I, I have a, a wonderful, beautiful seven-year-old girl. Uh, in my case, I'm, I'm a statistic in the fact that, um, you know, I, I, uh, I'm a divorced parent um, who has the, the, the opportunity and the privilege to, to uh, be with my daughter almost half the time. So I preface uh, this in, in saying that, you know, the way that I approach my time with my daughter is, um, you know, when I when I have my daughter, regardless if I would have her full time or half time, you know, it's it's really always an adventure. That's kind of a mantra that we have. And I really want to be present to the best of my ability. Um, my job affords me the opportunity to travel and, and I'm very fortunate to, to get to see the world. Nonetheless, um, you know, these years pass and they pass quickly. And I'm seeing that by, by how much gray I'm beginning to get in my hair and how my body feels each morning when I get up. But, you know, my, my theory is pretty simple. Uh, it's, it's, you know, making sure I'm making the most of the time that I have with my daughter. So I don't look back and regret not spending that valuable time with her and realizing that she is a sponge at this age. And that, you know, the things that I say and the things that I do, she really has eyes and ears on me on a consistent basis. And that I need to be real purposeful in that approach. So, you know, on a personal level, um, I, I do my best to schedule my schedule around Sophia. However, as parents, we know that that's next to impossible, especially when we're asked to do more with less. However, um, you know, it doesn't take having to go somewhere. You know, Sophia and I can go and we can take chalk and we can, uh, you know, go, get in the street or in the driveway and we can, you know, draw flowers or we can throw rocks or we can uh, taste, uh, toss a softball. Or You know, what I'm learning is you, you don't have to go somewhere and you don't have to spend a lot of money. Time is is of the essence and time is so critical so you know i don't have the answers john much like you i mean we do the best we can right yeah and you know we you can read all the books and read all the articles but the reality is is we're all just doing the best we can but if i've learned anything i don't want to look back and say boy i wish i would have spent more time with my daughter when i can give her my undivided attention i think that's critical 
if we go on some adventures, if it's taking a walk around the block, if it's, you know, picking flowers, if it's looking up at squirrels and trees, whatever it is, it doesn't take much. But uh, I know she appreciates the time uh, that, uh, that I spend with her, and I know I appreciate the time she spends with me. Yeah, I think that's the way I look at it, because being an older dad, you, you do appreciate the time a little more. No doubt about it. Because you know that you're going to be... You're going to be one of those older grandparents. It's kind of funny when I pick up my son at school, uh, when we first moved to Rogers, there was a couple of kids at the school that said, Miles, your granddad's here. And because <laughs> I've got gray hair. So, right. uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's an adjustment and very humbling too. <laughs> yeah, it's it a is. humbling adjustment. Yeah. And, uh, so, uh, but I always try to get that perspective from the older dads that I meet, uh, especially the first time ones. So, and, uh, well, I guess my final question uh, is just kind of, you know, you, you had a wonderful presentation today, uh, and I was glad to be uh, in, in, in the audience for it. Um, and you talked a lot about sparks and invigoration and motivation, um, which is what you do for a living, so you should know about it. But uh, in my past, I've, you know, I've worked along side uh you know uh, ceos and governors and presidents and things like that and i've always been curious as to what influences them what motivates them who are their um you know sparks that cause them who do you pay attention to and who you know uh what kind of who are the leaders that you look to when you're looking to say when you or saying, well, what would this person think? Or who, you know, what would they do in this situation? Who are those people that you kind of look to? Well, I appreciate that question. I mean, I'm one of the lucky ones who still have two parents who are living and, and married after 50 year, years and still care about what my brother and I do. Um, you know, my folks have, have always been a great influence in my life. And, you know, I have a core, a small core uh, group of friends, a small core group of friends who naturally influence my decisions. I, I, you know, I am a very spiritual person in the sense that, you know, I pray for guidance every day. And, and, um, you know, to, to your question, John, uh, everybody has a different strategy. I, I do believe that, you know, one answer doesn't, um, you know, fit all. I, I think you've got to find something that works for you. I, uh, you know, I, 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 I do pray. Um, I do look toward my parents and to my parents for direction I have that small core group of individuals who um, I lean on when I'm, I'm looking to make big decisions. But life happens so quickly now, and it seems like everything is is coming at us uh, in at a rapid pace. And you know what I would say um, when when you're looking for that spark and and you're leaning on individuals, um, you know, breathe, take a moment. Uh, at the end of the day, you can ask people for a number of opinions, but truthfully. Um, most of the time you already have the answer. You're, you're just looking for people to solidify that answer because down deep inside, you can call it a gut instinct. You can call it, um, whatever you'd like to call it. You already have the answer. It's just, sometimes you need the encouragement to move on that answer. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I would look inward, uh, as well as having those two to three core people who you trust to tell you the truth and not just to get, offer you window dressing. But, um, you know, today was a special day to, to uh, have the chance to visit with the ambassadors of the chamber. And, and all of these individuals were um, exemplifying the leadership qualities that they truly have. And that's noticeable. And, you know, I do believe in collaboration. Um, I do believe that we're better together. And, and uh, even though we are in the I generation and the me generation in the sense that, uh, you know, it's, it's easy to get um, 
uh, look so inward that it's just all about self. I do believe that it's important that we continue to collaborate with one another and work toward um, common goals because it's pretty divisive out there right now. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you and I were talking about that uh, just off to the side today. I mean, there's big issues out there that um, I would just rather have the opinion and, and receive the opinion of many others versus trying to go at it alone. So, um, you know, it's, it was a special opportunity to be here in the Ro- uh, Rogers Lowell community today. Um, like I said, uh, it's always an honor to get back to this part of the state because what you do here um, is noticeable. And it's, you know, when, when we talked about it today, your chamber is a leading force um, for all of the other chambers in Arkansas as well as this region of the country. So I commend the work you're doing and, and uh, look forward to continue learning great things from, from each of you. All right. Well, he is Paul Vitale, and uh, as I mentioned, he has a website, paulvitale.com. He's on Twitter uh, at uh, P. Vitale Speaks, and Facebook, uh, Paul Vitale Vitale Speaks, and YouTube, Paul Vitale Speaks. So thank you, Paul, for coming the last couple of days and sharing your uh, insights with our staff today, and uh, we really enjoyed it, and uh, wish you the best of luck and safe travels as you head back to Little Rock. Thank you, John. Thanks for having me today. All right. Thank you, Paul. It's good Good to see you. We hope you enjoyed our visit with Paul Vitale today. You can find him on Facebook and Twitter, and check him out on the web at paulvitale.com. Thank you for joining us today, and we appreciate you following the Chamber Voice of Business podcast on SoundCloud. Thank you for tuning in, and have a great day.